beautiful people. Welcome to Born Radio, Voice of a Nation, your favorite radio station. I am your host, Chantal Geldenes. So come with me and enjoy the ride. Welcome everybody. Welcome all listeners. Welcome my brothers, my sisters. Today's topic will be about Let My People Go. Today we will speak about Moses and God. We will share in Mo in Moses' life what God, how his life started with God, and how God came to find him, and how Moses found his true identity in God and accepted his assignment and his mandate for times such as that, so that he could lead a people out of Israel. So, if we look in our lives, there are some kings in our lives. That has control over us, kings that defile our walk with God, and kings that keeps us hostage and enslaved in the spirit, and also enslaved to share His kingdom. But God is releasing us from this kingdom, and um, God is breaking us free and breaking us out of this kingdom. Because we belong to the King of Kings and we belong to the Lord of Lords. And God is cutting us loose from this kingdom. If we are connected, if there is a biblical core that is connecting us to this kingdom, God is about to set us free in the name of Jesus. So some of us are like rabbits and some of us are like tortoises. So you might be thinking, why is this woman of God saying this? Why do I say this? The two animals have two different natures. And each one has his different way of loving according to nature. And the one is different from the other. So the one is more faster and the one is more slower. And this is how we, our journey are sometimes with God. Some are faster and some are slower in the spirit. There are also those whose rays are quickening and fast. And there are those whose rays are slow. So there's a difference between the two. That's why I chose the two animals. So, too many fast. If you are too fast in the spirit, it may it may be good for some and it may not be good for some. And there are some that are, are slower in the spirit, accepting the things of God um, slower. And there are some that accept the things of God quicker. So it's all about how your spirit works and how your spirit operates. So many people think when you are slow, you are weak. And many people think when you are fast, you are good. And if you look at it, the slowness of the race can be attached to you. It can bring it can bring a delay in your life, or it can be a race of perseverance. And if you look at the quick, the fast, so the quick and the fast connected with speed. The race can be in a now time. It can be where, where you need to act now. It can be a place where you need to 
resolve in situations and matters you need to be quick in that time so it becomes a now time in your life where you need to act immediately or you can become a sprinter that keeps on running just because you want to become the winner or you just because you want to become a champion that puts you in a place of fame so you decide where you are in this time but at the end of your race you get exhausted and because of the speed that you are in because the speed can be too fast for you and it can drain you at a time and point in your life and so it is with us in the spirit we start with the vision we're excited we hear the voice of God we act on what the voice of God instruct us we get into the process but when things get hard and this is where we all have ended up in our lives so one way or another when things got hard our feet becomes heavy and we start complaining we start murmuring we start doubting our belief system leave us or because we could not persevere in God so God he is a God that loves us dearly he is a God that will never leave us and he is a God that will never forsake us God will never let us go people of God he will never let us go unless our own desires allow ourselves to rid ourselves from God or out of the hand of God we give God a reason we give God a reason to 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 have to we allow God to let us go we give him We give him access to let us go but the word says that he will never leave us nor will he forsake us. So if the word says he will never leave us and the word says that he will never forsake us then that means that is another promise of the Lord. So it's all up to us if we want to be forsaken by God and it is all up to us if we want to be left alone by God. So If you look at Israel, I was going through the word and I was looking at Israel. So Israel started to challenge God. They were on a journey with God. God did everything according to his promises and everything according to to the the way he said he will set them free. He did everything according to what he has said unto Moses that he will do. So Israel started to challenge God and they started testing God because things didn't work out the way they wanted to. So after all the tantrums and the arguments and the unbelief in God, Israel still entered the land which was promised by God. And God is a a, a God that fulfill all promises that he give unto his people. His promises never fall to the ground. His promises was fulfilled and his word whatever his word is sent for to a people he will fulfill whatever the word is sent for it will accomplish what it was sent for it is a infilling word so it will come to pass 
So in a short while, if you look at the Israelites, in a short while, they could have entered, but it took them 40 years before entering into the promised land. They delayed the process. Not God, they delayed the process. And they delayed the time. Because of the disobedience towards God, because they acted out of their own. When things didn't go their way, they acted out on their own. So they decided that they need another God. And so they decided on their own that they are building shrines, they are building altars, they are building gods out of gold, out of wood, out of whatever material they had. They build a God for themselves and thinking that this God can bring all their answers. But unfortunately for them, they were totally in the wrong. Whatever we need, whatever you need, whatever I need, God will give it. He will grant it unto us. And whatever we need to do for God in this time, we need to do it quickly. You know, sometimes we are in a place of obedience where we hesitate when it comes to the things of God. Whatever God has called you for, don't hesitate in this time. Press in. Persevere in God. Do whatever He commands and instructs in this time. If I look at Moses, Moses came to a place where he began to understand what God has assigned him for. In the beginning, he heard a voice coming out of the out of the bush. He saw the fire burning and it was a wow unto him. But when God gave him an assignment, he said to the Lord, Maybe, maybe you should take somebody else in my place. He felt he wasn't qualified enough and he felt he wasn't good enough for this assignment. So Moses came to a, to, to a place of hesitation where he hesitated in God, where he, he was thinking, no man, this is not for me. God is making a mistake, but I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, women and men, all listeners, when God gives you an assignment, it is not a mistake. God don't make mistakes. He is God and God alone. There is no one like Him. And even though Moses felt that he was not the man for the job, God saw differently. God saw a man that he could train, that he could grow up, that he could impart in his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding. God saw a man that... that that is a God-fearing man, a a man that can become a carrier of His glory. God saw a man that could carry who He is. So, so Israel, Israel had family members, families with family members, and there was children, there was mothers, there was fathers, there were all kinds of family members in Israel. They were a nation, a whole nation. They were what God has promised unto Abram. And so, God wanted them to have a home, 
a spacious place where they can glorify the Lord, where they can worship the Lord freely, where they can come to a place where they can say that God alone is God in their lives. God wanted them to live a slave-free life. Their cries moved the heart of God. When they were in the desert, they forgot how they cried out to the Lord. They forgot how they were laying before the Lord for help. And here God has sent in a man to help them. God has sent in somebody that can lead them. Somebody that can carry them through a deserted place and bring them into a land filled with milk and honey. The promised land given from the Father unto, unto them, unto Israel. And Israel was the heart of the Father. He loved Israel so dearly that He made everything possible for them. So God couldn't stand to see them suffering. God couldn't stand to see them oppressed. See how the enemy was damaging them day by day. God had a plan. And God called a man to carry out the plan. So he chose Moses. Who saw each day, each day when Moses visited Egypt, visited the palace walking on the grounds of the palace, he saw how the people were suffering. He saw how his people were suffering. He saw the hardship of the people. And Moses, if you look at Moses, Moses, a man who was familiar with the structures, he was familiar with the blueprints of Egypt, who knows how this kingdom works and operates, who grew up in this Egyptian kingdom. God had to use somebody that knew how the structure of this kingdom worked. And God sent him back to go and say to an Egyptian king who kept God's people under oppression and God sent Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. And the Lord said to Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And when Moses asked God, and who shall I sit, send me? He said, tell, Mo, tell Pharaoh that I am has sent you. People of God, we serve a I am, a great I am, a God that breaks us loose from every suffering, every oppression, every depression in our lives, whatever state we find ourselves in that is crucial, that wants to damage our lives, is about to set you free this day in the name of Jesus. Let's go to a break. Let's listen to some gospel music. And when we return, we will continue with Moses. <laughs> 